And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen's New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian who doesn't do drugs. That's just fun dip rimming his nostrils. It's Jordan Morris. And Chef Jeff is here to talk about his new book, How to Barbecue Naked and Not Grill Your Panini. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little, little Debbie (laughs) Nutty. Oh, no. Little Debbie Nutty Buddies. That is hard to say. That carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon by Sarah Wagner. Patreon. (laughs) Uh, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. That is where you go for that. It's where you can submit your carbs, where you can get fun stuff. Um, I have more stuff to say about that, but I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, Jordan Morris. Hi, it's good to be here. It's always fun when Jordan is in the house. Ah, cut it out. Also... And I don't want to make you feel funny. Please. Jordan gives a good hug. Ah, I do. I like to hug. I like to hug a lot. Uh, I don't have, I don't do a lot of hugging in my day today. Mm-hmm. So when I get the chance, Take I advantage. like to lean into it. That's what I, that's what I appreciated about the hug. It Like, you know, the hugs that you receive that feel like the person doesn't, it's just perfunctory. Yeah. It's like the person doesn't want to be That's hugging. like when, that's like when my dad hugs me. <laughs> right. He right. feels a little weird about it's it. Like hugging uh, Frankenstein. Sure. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, but this was a hug that made Intimacy me... Intimacy bad. <laughs> this was a hug that made me feel better. Oh, good. Thank I'm happy. You. Happy to you, do it. Did you watch The Leftovers? Yeah, I did. I love The Leftovers. Okay. Huge you, Leftovers head. Oh, I'm I, like Holy Wayne. Yes. Okay. You're like the guy who hugs. <laughs> no, I didn't watch the last season of it. Yeah, we gotta watch season. You really... It's so good. Really enjoyed the second season. For some reason, just never. It's there like there's so much TV, and we I it know. takes us a whole week to get yeah. through one episode. I know, and it's to the point where you, that you know the way I said that. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's so good. You have to watch it. Yeah. Whenever someone takes that tone with me mm-hmm. about something, I just want to go shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. No, I'm, I haven't. I haven't even finished Glow yet. Okay, I need to finish Glow. <laughs> Westworld's here. I don't shut up. You know, I exactly. We haven't finished. Are we going to finish Glow? Should I finish We're Glow? I haven't glow. finished Glow either. I would like you know to. The, the, I read an article. No one's actually finished Glow. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Mr. Nobody. Robot. So uh, we could be the first. Let's have a race to see <laughs> yeah. who could be the first to finish Glow. Yeah. I had announced yes. uh, that I wasn't going to watch the second season of Jessica Jones, but then yeah. I did, and I enjoyed it. On oh, your yeah. own. I did on my own, yeah. Oh, is that is this the source of tension? Do we need to get well, into this? Did you watch I mean, a show without you? I thought you, you had no interest in watching no, it. No, I liked the first season. This is what will happen sometimes. Wait, Allison wait, wait. Hey, Daniel. Welcome to the show. Hi. So what happens sometimes <laughs> is she'll just, a show that we're watching, she'll decide that I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> right. She'll watch a few episodes of it. And then, it, it, then I'll never watch. So that happened with Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. I'm two seasons back now. Oh boy, that happened now. Yeah, with, you're not covering that ground. Yeah, it Jesus happened with Mind Hunters. She watched that randomly on I her own. I thought you didn't want to watch I it. Co- I totally wanted to watch okay. it. <laughs> David Fincher. Uh, so anyway, there's a. Bunch Are you of shows. a big David Fincher fan? Well, I like his stuff. I wouldn't say I'm a big fan, but I I appreciate his. Right, work. all of these. This all of these data points were crunched when I decided to watch it without you. 
Right. I'm just saying you don't. It doesn't. There are no data points. She being took crunched. into account that you were an admirer <laughs> of David Fincher's, but maybe not a fan. It's, no, decided, I feel that I've heard negative David Fincher oh, stuff. Oh, well, well, that's. I mean, that's a different ball I'm game. Pretty sure I have. have. No. I'm pretty sure I have. Uh, oh no! Oh, wait, oh, you no. know what you're thinking? There is one negative David Fincher, and that is uh, that Kevin Spacey show. What is the, that fucking show? Oh, sure, House of House Cards. House of Cards. Cards. Sure, that's hated, David Fincher. Yeah, he started it. He he directed the first episode hmm. or something. You're it. right. I've only heard positive things about Fight Club from you, though. Well, yeah, I mean, Fight Club is good, but I mean, he his his. But to be fair, you're a big uh, red pill guy on Reddit, so you love <laughs> yeah. Fight Club. No, look, I mean, I don't. Want, I'm not a fan of his. I just I, I like his work. I like to see what he's doing. He's an interesting, yeah, filmmaker. Now, Jordan, yes, I ask you. Oh boy, my <laughs> yes, <laughs> mom, mom and confused. dad fighting. Do I have to choose sides? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. No, you're not choosing sides. Yes, you're um. Just answering a hypothetical question. Happy, happy to do. I love that. A hypothetical feeling that hurts no one's uh, question right. that hurts no one's feelings. Quote. Sure. Okay. Here's yeah. a quote. Please. I'm not a fan of his. Uh, okay. I just like to see what he's doing. Sure. Does that make you think you can't watch this show? Um. Okay. I want to take this. I'll take. Listen. Let's bring this into the real world. I, Daniel. I understand. Mm. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But I do think, based on your tude. Yes. <laughs> I'm just judging by the tude. It seems like y- there was no way to know that, for Allison to know that you were a fan to the point where it would upset you if she watched I, without you. Okay. <laughs> I don't think being a fan mm-hmm. is the standard by which you determine whether or not I'm interested in a show. But I thought you had said negative things about Mindhunter because you had watched a few no, episodes. No, you asked me if you would like it and I said it's a little bit slow the, but I, was, I wasn't I was finished with the first episode yet and I still needed to finish and you were like, oh, okay, I'll watch it four episodes later. <laughs> you let me know that you're four episodes in. Right, but, I'm like, the good news is... Hey, it gets better. I'm like... That's awesome. Now, Daniel, I will never have an opportunity you, now to watch it. Well, let's well, hold on. Well, let's let's maybe I, maybe we can come to a compromise here. Is does the reverse ever happen? Do you have TV that you watch without Allison? Um, I will only watch shows that she is not interested in. So I'll well, watch on my that's own. What I'll I watch. thought this was. Well, maybe you're falling on your sword unnecessarily. Maybe yeah. you can feel free to watch shows that she doesn't want to watch. You guys can have separate shows, and if you want to rewatch something that she has already watched, this you know, seems like you do it within it, that space. The problem is, there's not a lot of time to watch sure. other I stuff. limit him sure. to 15 minutes of screen time a day. <laughs> right, he gets too, yeah, he gets too <laughs> so, rowdy. Yeah, he likes mm-hmm. Elmo. Sure. And uh, it's true. Yeah. We have Videos been... of hands opening Kinder yeah. <laughs> eggs. I'm, yeah. I'm into that. We've just... been trying to... It took us like four nights to finish an episode of Westworld and sure. I could not have cared less mm. by the time... By the way, Izzy and Jordan... I love you guys and I love Westworld and this is not <clears throat> an indictment at all of Westworld. This is about No, it what takes happens. you a week to get through Homeland. It w- takes you a this week. This is about to get what happens anything. when you it's like it's like chewed meat or perhaps chewed gum, I think now, is Westworld's like, it's different. when you because I I've watched the same part of it over and over again because I right. keep watching when I'm almost falling asleep. Westworld's different because I do my little side podcast uh about Westworld right now and so I I will stay up late to watch it. Sure, it's sort of a way. Because to force it's part myself. of it's part of a project. If it's, it's part of if work, it's a show I'm of, really into, yeah. like Twin Peaks or Game of Thrones or that, I will stay up late and watch that. But otherwise, I'm just watching when it's just Alice not a show. Sitting. It's not a show where you can just jump in and watch five minutes 
And then, sure. <laughs> I mean, not that anyone would think it is, but uh, anyway, it, I can say it from my own experience. I've got to got to watch it when I'm more awake. Maybe this is lending itself to me us watching separately. Yeah, I mean, I think you know. I mean, you they, you talk about you know sometimes separate I vacations think. being. I mean, listen, I'm no couples separate expert. Vacations. I can, I can you just start with separate TV time and then I'm fine. I what I'll what we'll do is um I'll get my own apartment. <laughs> okay, sure. I'll go and I'll watch you know whatever I want, play video games in Alhambra somewhere. Yeah, and then and then on the weekends we'll see we'll each meet other. up. Yeah, have Perfect. coffee. Yeah, have coffee. <laughs> so, see the kid. Right. Um, Ask Jeff. how Wendy's doing. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, hello. Hi, Allison. How's everything going with the house hunting and car hunting? <laughs> I'm losing my shit. It's so true. You guys, I am so stressed right now. I'm like crackling. And I don't mean that in a like, this party's going off. It's crackling way. Sure. I mean it in a like. Crackling? Yeah. I'm crackling. I'm cracking, I guess. People say, party's going (laughs) off. I'm crackling. (laughs) Oh, man. It's crackling up in here. Mm, I don't know. I feel like they should say that if they don't. Don't say cracking. Those hunks are crackling. (laughs) That's what I say when I see some tight buns. It's hunks. Buns is crackling. (laughs) Crackling buns. (laughs) I'm both cracking and I'm crackling. I And all of it has this coding of like but these are the times of my life and i should be enjoying (laughs) it and at this point i'm just hoping if i switch meds then i'll experience joy again Mm -hmm. um in general (laughs) in general i don't love change sure like i like no i'm not a fan either you're not no okay no 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 how's I, your diet do you eat pretty much the same thing over and over again and then decide to eat something new and then eat that over and over again <laughs> yeah i feel like when i am cooking for myself i definitely like go through little waves for sure right. yeah i'll do same. like two taco nights a week <laughs> but i mean this is maybe like just kind of a a kind of a grocery shopping for one conundrum is mm-hmm. that like if you buy a shit ton of stuff some of it's gonna go bad so you know anyway but, i want to start but yeah a but twitter, also have it so. i want to start a twitter account where i just tweet daniel uh items that are in the fridge that he bought that he's gonna forget about that are rotting with a picture i feel like it could go viral oh yeah sure that could be like buff cat have you guys seen buff cat no it's this really buff cat (laughs) (laughs) it's the swole cat he's a thick daddy t-h-i-c-c uh anyway it's just pictures of the cat it's just pictures of the cat looking buff some videos of the cat walking (laughs) around looking buff are his buns crackling oh yeah those are some crackling cat buns so yeah um if i had more time yeah or uh, more willingness to like toggle be- between users on Twitter, I would definitely be cre- creating that account. Sure. You yeah, remember that seems like that sort of Twitter account is like out of vogue. I mean, Buff Cat is a new thing, right. but it's the first boutique Twitter account that I've heard of in a long time. It used to be like the Central Park Snake, right? And right. Ted yeah, Cruz's Booker and stuff like everything's that. political right now. Sure. The one, the one that I found uh, that I'm enjoying right now is like, um, it's like. 
a dog that that'll find racist tweets and then bark. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> yes, I have. All, I have. I have also seen that dog. I, I don't know why I love that one. So yeah, much. it's right. It's com- it was combining Twitter's two favorite things: yeah. doggos, <laughs> yeah. puppers, yes, floofs, yeah. and saying that something, so, finding and saying that right. something. Is so he'll like retweet someone's racist tweet and then they go woof. <laughs> like if there was a way to rope Pokemon into there, like oh, you, this. I mean, that's the only thing that can make it bigger. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I mean, there was a huge papaya that was going to rot in our refrigerator. Yeah, I, well, that look, would have been, yeah. Um, and it could be like tweets do, from your refrigerator. Tweets, what would it be, though? Not tweets from Daniel. The problem is, though, with Twitter, you don't always see every tweet because, you know, I might go a few hours. I mean, I'll go a good six to eight hours without looking at Twitter. Well, I don't think the point of the this particular account that doesn't exist would mm-hmm. be to remind you of food. It would be to let other people know what I'm letting rot. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what, honey, uh, if you've got to do that to amuse yourself, by all means, I don't even know how we got on. Oh, I know. I don't do well with change. Yes. Change. In you general, have a, yeah. the wind up to the change and then the actual transition. I don't like any of that. And then once I settle in and it's no longer new and, once well, it's no longer a change. Yeah. Once it's no longer a change, once it's behind me, then I'm good. Yeah. Like, I remember feeling very apprehensive before going to college, but then sure. I loved college. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is like going to college. And remember various that. other things. But anyway, we are in the midst of transition right now. Well, have you told... I don't... I, I, yes, I mentioned it on... So, the last two Mondays... Uh, have just been solo shows, which I'm enjoying way too much. Like mm-hmm. to the point where it. Now, makes are me you go, discussing Solo, a Star Wars? Star yes, Wars, it's all about Solo. I have not, but <laughs> people have wondered that on Twitter. Oh, oh sure. Like, yeah. what if I were? Well, at least I'm not weird. the first person to make that Star Wars joke. Okay. Oh. No, I think they're sincerely wondering. Oh, they do really want to know. Of them, okay. Some of them might want to know. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so dogs, so, racism, and Star and Wars. Solo, takes. yeah. So uh, I've had been having a ton of fun doing these solo shows. And uh, I think I addressed on the solo shows, which I recommend you go listen to because you just get a, a, a heap load of me, mm-hmm. uh, that we, at that point, were in escrow on a house. And then the most recent one I talked about, the uh, thing that happened that frustrated the fuck out of me with the closing credit. And then I talked about an epiphany that that led to. Uh, and... Anyway, long story short, we bought a house. We are not living in it yet. We have not told our landlord yet. So mm. if she listens, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Yeah, sure. Well, 30, we're 30 not days gonna, notice. We're not moving out. We're probably going to do gonna 60 days. Months. Yeah. Okay. Well, so here's a question. Please. Given if we're going to stay here, if this would be our 60 days notice, mm. do we give 60 days notice or do we give 30 days notice? Because what we don't want, and I'm sorry if this makes me a jerk, but mm-hmm. I just, I'm... I'm crackling, sure. as I mentioned. Yeah. I can't handle it. What I don't want is for her to want to show the apartment when I don't have time to handle that. Which oh, is, sure. That's a whole other yes. thing. Now, I suspect she's not going to want to. I suspect... I mean, this apartment does not yeah, advertise she's gonna it. Wanna... She's going to want to clean it up. Sure. Yeah. What if she wants us to clean it up? She won't. Okay. And, and we won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, boy. Yeah. I suspect she like she's going to need to do some stuff before anyone would want. I want to move into what like, I, I I made that mistake with an apartment once where moving out cleaned it up just spick did not want to have them pay to you know I wanted to get my my security sure deposit my, yeah and they still found some way to keep they it. still hired someone to come in and kept the security the 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 clean so you deposit. felt like you should have just trashed it you yeah I was like, like why you, did I do right, this sure. for them why did I clean this place 
I had that happen, except they had told me up front, go ahead, leave the place a mess. We're just well, going to charge you a cleaning uh, fee. And I couldn't leave the place a mess. I had to clean well, it see, up. That, and that, I wanted to say, can I just have the money? Because I cannot leave this place dirty. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so nice of you. Well, I... Um, are you are you miserable in our messy apartment? No, I just... It's just... It's not that I need a place to be clean, but I can't leave a place I see. dirty. Right. I, if I had known that, that's what they told me, that we do it regardless. It doesn't matter. Which it's is super illegal, by the way. Oh, yeah. You're but just, it was you're like... You're not allowed to do That's it. why I didn't assume they did it, and it was a whole fight. See, I had always lived in places that were like that, where they there is some kind of cleaning service, but the place I lived in Hollywood when I moved in, it was so not clean. And I remember that thinking... That place was a mess. Right. You were like, be- I'm leaving it cleaner than I found it. Yes. Yes. That t- place I was clean for Hollywood, though. <laughs> on top of sure. the... It's a sliding On scale. top of yeah. the microwave, one time, I don't know what I was doing. The microwave was like oh, above the stove. Oh, never go on the top of things. For some reason, I had to get up up don't there. Ever. That was your On body. top of the microwave, it was like just grease yeah. and like a couple dead cockroaches. Ooh. It was and you, just va- various exactly old apartment. Everything it was so gross. everything above eye level can't exist to you or else you will find the carcasses of dead things. Yeah, and don't yeah. ever pull out an appliance like a fridge. Oh, yeah. right. Don't move a fridge, don't move an oven unless you're ready to do some industrial strength <laughs> cleanup. Well, I remember feeling like what Weren't they supposed to clean this? Aren't I supposed to be moving no. into a clean apartment? But well, in New York, you, I think you would be moving into a clean apartment usually. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like what we learned with flippers. Like flippers will um, come in and they'll do renovations on everything that you can see. Right. And sure. nothing on anything you can't see. Right. <laughs> there's, so, cur- there's currently a cat living under our new house, which I think is exciting. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I but, didn't get to see the cat. Though. So like the inside of the house is nice. But if you go into the attic, you find things right. like the vent for the uh, bathroom ends in the attic and does not continue outside of the roof. Or, you know, the plumbing vent ends in the attic. Like, they didn't extend anything. Well, there's also, there's also like, an old HVAC system that's not functioning that's just hanging out in the attic along yeah. with um, rats. Just, you know, <laughs> it's like none of the, the electrical... And this is actually in the last place we had inspected. None of the electrical things have the, ca- the, the covers on them, so they're all these, like, live exposed... Okay. You know... It, sure, yeah, you can see the guts in right. a place that a dog could stick its head exactly. or a baby could stick its finger sure yeah yeah so it's or, or just it's near like um you know insulation and uh, whatever so um do you would you do you guys do you guys have a, have a plan for what to do with the cat are you going to try and catch it and take it to the shelter gonna, or are you going to invite no, it we're going to get a bulldog home? and put him down under there no yeah. oh no <laughs> he'll take care of it yeah but I don't know. Uh, now I'm making it my mission to go to your new know. house and get we this just, cat out of here. We just saw him yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Well, I, so first we saw the poop. Oh, sure. And I said, there's an animal poop here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, I think what we'll do is just make sure he's not in there and yeah. then seal off. Well, we that's to, what I'm afraid of. Because then he just have, won't be able to live there and he we can go find We have plans to home. seal up all the holes. But I just, as I said, like 13 times, because I'm at that level of stress crackling where right. I just repeat myself. <laughs> I, I said repeatedly, like, we just have to make sure he's not in there when we seal it up. We have to make sure we don't sure. seal him up in there. Uh, well, hey, maybe this is a little bit more <laughs> fun to talk about. Yes. In regards to new house, have you guys taken stock of the surrounding area, and are you like excited for like new restaurants, new yes. bars, grocery yes. stores? Yes. Are there things you're like, I'm going to be a regular there? Yes. In fact, 
we had already become fans of the pavilions. Ooh, that's nice! Fairly nearby. Do they have a refreshé? They you do. Get oh, yeah. There? Okay. They have. Even, they have like it's even a bigger pavilion than the one near us. That's really amazing. So there's that. It's our favorite local pavilions. I mean, that's really sure what we. Try. In fact, one night we've been frequenting that pavilions for so long that I remember we got into an, a disagreement during wedding planning mm. remember oh, well, and that, we were sitting in my car your car we we're sitting in your car but that's not because we were a fan of that we just w- had gone there for some reason this pavilions is it the one with it has fake hardwood floors probably is this what we're talking about it's it's one that you would be familiar with yes okay. yes yeah uh i feel like they also always have fake pumpkins and gourds yeah <laughs> it's always always <laughs> it's fall all, yeah <laughs> it's the uh, yeah permafall pavilions right yeah, we were in the parking lot having a conversation, and then it got hot, so we turned on the AC, and we then were having you drained a your battery. Conversation. <laughs> That's in quotes. We are having a very long <laughs> conversation before the wedding. You can do the math on the nature of sure. that conversation. It was so long that we had to get his car towed and afterwards, because we battery drained died. the battery. Yeah, that was delightful. That was almost the end of our relationship. So a lot of cherished <laughs> memories in this new neighborhood. Yeah, it was lovely. But yeah, we love the area. Mm-hmm. We, there's a a ton of uh, great coffee little places. coffee shops and and things to go to. And um, we met our neighbors. We got the welcoming committee come yeah, out. And they, they were, were really so nice. friendly. That's cool. That's like kind of that's kind of like rare in L.A. Yeah, I'm, I was actually surprised because we'd never seen anyone really out and about before. But but I guess Burbank were, is a little more neighborhoody, towny, it's super family, yeah. it's very yeah. suburban neighborhoody. Everyone is uh, incredibly friendly. So that was nice. And yeah, I'm excited to just start to finally have a place you can do things to you know when you rent sure. it's like you can't paint the walls or do anything this is like let's bust out that window and put in a door and let's sure. you know regrade the backyard and have and, a karaoke cove and yeah you know i have all sorts of start things I do. start beekeeping and <laughs> oh my god yeah you can start brand new hobbies yeah think about that my Making brother gin my brother and his wife bought what did you buy a hive what do you buy a I colony a, a comb a honeycomb? Oh, way more than one comb, though. I think it's sure. called a flock. A flock. <laughs> flock that's flock exactly of, what it is. Yes, a, a, a murder of bees. bees. It's a, yeah. it's they, a, they have a bees. Or they bees. did at <laughs> at one point have bees. And uh, I remember they have this story where they lost the queen. Oh, wow. Like, oh, no, what did you do? And they looked in their handbook for beekeeping that came with the bees. Because it's they just ordered. anarchy and in the, the hive. And the, the bee was in it. They had closed the book, <laughs> smashed no, it. Yeah. It said, if you lose the bee, be very still. If you lose the queen, be very still. She will make herself known. And then she landed on my sister-in-law's butt. And like she's like what a number of a, like three bees bigger than a regular bee. So you she's know which humong- one? The queen yeah, you'll is. know. I don't which think one I've she ever is. seen a and queen. She will bee. make herself known. Yeah. That's so cryptic. I know, it's but like, she did. Yeah, that's like that's like the writing in an old book in like a fantasy novel or yeah. something. The like you have a leather bound book and it. That's how anyway. Th- that's what this was like. Well, wait a second. So keeping is ancient. What, was the queen bee? Was the queen bee trying to get her attention? Like possibly. <laughs> I don't know. She just I'm acted so in a way that she acted in a way that was different than the other bees. Because yeah. she's a queen, yes, queen. Yeah, bee. that's where that comes from. <laughs> yeah. Of, yeah. Bees. she right. she's different than so the other bees. So what do bees. they do? Did she's, they she's capture thick. her and T-H-I-C-C. stuff her back in the hive? Or I'm not sure. That's a good question. 
I wonder if the queen is gone for too long. Does like bee society break down? Do they but, start like, eating of, each other? Would or, and, she wouldn't yeah. go anywhere without letting everyone know where she's going. She's just not going to be like, I'll be. I'm going to be back in a second. And right. Just she's just watching Mindhunter out. without everybody else. She's like, yeah. I need some me time. I'm just going to go to the Seven Eleven, and then we never heard from mom again. <laughs> right. She's uh, living with a nice praying mantis yeah. in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we could get bees, but I don't think we will. Yeah, I'm not maybe a big don't get bee bees. fan. Like I know, no, I feel they like sing. I see all those Huffington Post articles, and I know I'm supposed to care about, and sure. I know that I'm going to get responses to what I'm saying now, even though I'm saying it in jest. I know I'm supposed to care right. about the plight right. and the sure. health of the bees because so, that's related to everything. You can care about them and not want to own them. I don't know where their eyes are, and I feel weird about <laughs> <laughs> where right, are their exactly. eyes. You know? the sides, they're those big things with many they're, eyes. Right? They're everywhere, they're yeah. all over. Too many eyes. That's probably that's <laughs> that makes me nervous. That uh, makes me nervous. So now, anyway, now did Nicholas Cage just pop in your head when you heard that? Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he, he's in. He's in there now. Every time I hear he's that. in there now. Um, and then we're also having to get a car. Yes, yeah, so this is adding to the crackling the of the stress. We suddenly need to buy a car on top of all of this, and it just there are certain things in life that. Allison's are not made for. Mm, no, I sure. don't one know. is making de- sure. any decision. Yeah, like this is just everything that I can't handle right yeah. now. I mean, I guess the only I'm thinking about like you know stress stress towers which you are building now. Yes, <laughs> and like like the the blocks or the stories in a stress tower, like yeah. you know any kind of moving thing is mm. automatically just oh, like yeah. hell. And car shopping is even if it's kind of fun, it's like there's still a stress. But to this it. isn't fun. <laughs> Yeah, right. This, I'm, I'm agreeing is, with you. This yeah, is the not fun kind of car shopping because sure. it's done when we have to get a car and we don't have a lot. It's of also money. distracting right. us from all the things yes. we need to do for the house. So it's like we're spending all of our time going and to dealerships and whatever and looking yeah. at cars, but we need to be talking to the HVAC guy and getting the roofer out and getting the landscape yeah. quotes. Sure, and getting someone to nicely and humanely remove the cat right. from the basement yeah. without a bulldog anyway. killing it. That being uh, said, I yes. can imagine how this sounds, and I would just like to say I recognize that we are very fortunate to sure. be dealing with these things. These are not real problems. They're just stresses. Right. Um, and also, our son now won't go to sleep without making it a whole oh, ordeal process. which is um which is adding to the crackling but you know what isn't stressful at all and it instead is something wonderful omaha, omaha steaks, steaks. I, yes yeah how did you know did you know it, because our our freezer is like omaha steaks i can't yeah, wait to half full of, uh omaha steaks is one of the sponsors on my show where it is like the satisfaction that people experience when they order omaha steaks or when they receive it or when they give it as a gift is like it's like a hundred percent. People friggin' love Omaha steaks. It's a great gift, and I do too. What better way to kick off grilling season than my gifting an Omaha steaks Father's Day package to Dad? In uh, this, they send you so much you get stuff, so many, so much items. stuff, and it's not it, like for so much less than you would think it would be. It's convenient. There's variety, quality, all the highest quality cuts with one of a kind flavor. All beef is USDA inspected for quality and aged for 21 days to unlock the full flavor and tenderness of the cuts uh and it's just it's like a a no-brainer perfect holiday gift for dad or for yourself right now omaha steaks is giving a limited time offer to my listeners for father's day at 78 percent off this is really an amazing deal go to omahasteaks.com type rosen in the search bar 
So again, omahasteaks.com, type Rosen in the search bar. When you get there, the search bar, listen to my words because you'll, because someone's going to write to me and be like, how do I do it? Omahasteaks.com, Rosen in the search bar. And you can get this um, Omaha Steaks Father's Day package, which includes two tender filet mignons, two beefy top sirloins, four chicken fried steaks, two boneless pork chops, four all-beef Omaha steak burgers, four gourmet jumbo franks, 12 ounces of all-beef meatballs, one pound of steakhouse fries, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, plus get four more grill-ready Omaha steaks burgers free with purchase. Again, get this limited time package for only $49.99. Only $49.99 when you go to omahasteaks.com, type Rosen in the search bar and add the Father's Day package to your cart. All of that stuff, the whole Father's Day package for just $49.99. Don't wait. This offer ends soon. Go to omahasteaks.com, type Rosen in the search bar, grab your dad and fire up the grill. Okay, so um, Jordan has an exciting project coming up and I want to hear about it. Daniel's fingers up, but I, I also have to tell you, Tell everyone the mortifying story that happened recently. Yes, Daniel. Well, just because we're going to move on to a different topic, I have one last thought about the car thing. Okay. So I was just ruminating about this idea. We go to these dealerships, and in North Hollywood, they have, for whatever car manufacturer you're looking at, they're often the biggest sellers. They sell more cars than any other, you know, say Nissan or Toyota dealer in the country. And when you go in... There's usually a sign and a bunch of like balloons and stuff that say, we sell the most Nissans in the country. And my thing I was thinking about is, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who gives are, a shit? Who are you trying Why to do impress? I care? Just put out the inflatable ape like everybody wants. Why is that something that, that makes me want to buy a Nissan here just because you sell a lot of them? That's a good point. You know, put it in the break room. What do you think they're... Hide <laughs> yourselves on the fucking back back there. Why is that... It's it's almost like insulting. Like, you right. know, we're going to fucking get... You're not getting out of here because we make sure <laughs> yeah. people buy these fucking... We got your number, mister. Yeah. Read the banner. <laughs> you're just... leaving here with a Nissan. Yeah. And, and, then you, and then oftentimes you're like, how? <laughs> I know. How? I, you don't know anything about the cars. Yeah. That's what I have found. <laughs> Yeah, is that I think it's just your shirt doesn't fit. Yeah, there's nothing about. <laughs> you, it. Have you stole? Have you stolen this shirt from another employee? I think there's just a a lot of people here and a lot of people that like to drive new cars, and yeah. I think that's it. Uh-huh. It does it, often it? seem like they call in people to work over Memorial Day who do not normally work there. Right. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I when I, in like high school and college, I would always work at department stores during Christmas. Oh yeah. And I think I probably when I was there looked like I did not know what I was doing because yeah. I, I didn't. Which department store? Uh, Nordstrom's usually. And what uh, department were you in? Uh, I was. Did I did kids wear boys Whoa. for a little bit, and I did shoes for a little bit. <laughs> so yeah. You know. Married with Children always made it sound like shoe salesman was like the lowest of the low right, in terms yeah. of embarrassing jobs. I never had, is that widely felt or is that just a Married with Children thing? Because I never had a feeling about shoe salesman. I think, I think what it was, I mean, I think, you know, obviously Married with Children is from another time. Yes. And I think that to, I, I think part of the joke about Al was that he was emasculated. Yeah. Mm. And I think the idea of selling women's shoes okay. specifically was like what was you're on your knees serving women. Yeah, and yeah. he would always talk about an overweight woman who came in and insisted right. she was an eight when she was a 12. You know, so I think that, you know, in the in the worldview of married with children where 
you know, where women exist only to beat men down. Uh, that was that was that what that joke was about. Anyway, right. let's pick apart married with children, huh? <laughs> Tune into my new podcast. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is the kind of story where I wish there was another woman on the podcast right now mm-hmm. okay. who could, uh, who could um corroborate. Empathize. Empathize. Mm, Empathize. Okay. Oh, hey. (laughs) I mean, I am a natural empath, so I'll probably feel it. Perfect. (laughs) I'm very close to my mom and my sister, and um, I love Beyonce. Um, I watched Killing Eve (laughs) on BBC. I feel like Killing Eve might be my new show. Oh, fucking kill. Okay, I, I, I joked and I used it in that in that yes. annoying guy yes. voice yeah. that show <laughs> fucking rules it's so good it's eight episodes i know i'm doing that thing that i don't like All where right. i emphatically <laughs> recommend a tv show that no one has time to watch but killing eve is very we'll very have to good. we'll make time for it make time yeah. it's real good it, it <laughs> flies by okay uh anyway. i'm on it yeah i was thinking today if i turn so every day there's this question of like will i turn the television on with my son because he's very into watching youtube videos sure um of it. people falling it. down. Just kidding. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, of like like animated kids videos. Sure. <clears throat> kids songs and he, Sesame Street. He's 16 months. He can use he YouTube. He knows how to use YouTube. He knows, wow. how to, he knows how to use Like he can find the videos he wants. Sure. 16 months. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy how intuitive it actually is for a baby or no, how. No, he's a genius, honey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, went the wrong, I went the wrong direction. Um, but I know that if I put like... I will put it on and then it'll, it'll allow me to walk out of the room and go to the bathroom and I'll come back and he's like seated right, like poltergeist style. Interesting. Seated yeah. right in front of the television. I found <laughs> him standing on a pile of books in his little, like he has a basket at the bookstore because he wants trying to get closer to the TV. So that's cute and alarming. That's a, me- that's a metaphor right there. <laughs> 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 you're trying to make it like, you're trying to make it spooky, but it sounds cute. It is cute. It is cute. <laughs> I but guess anyway, for poltergeist, like TVs don't really turn to static anymore. Oh. So I guess that, that, that image will probably be How really do spirits enter into the corporeal world? I, you sneeze. I don't know. You sneeze oh, sure. and someone doesn't uh, say bless you fast enough. That's it. Or um, through Amazon Alexis or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. I have a reboot to write. (laughs) I'm out of here, suckers. Don't steal it. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody, no one write the Poltergeist (laughs) reboot where the ghosts come in through the Amazon Alexa. Well, you're really limiting yourself to one buyer with that script, but. Sure. To uh, to Google to Google, they well, want to say, Google owns, Home is not the haunted one. Whoever owns Poltergeist. Oh, whoever owns yeah. Poltergeist, sure. That means so, you're just like to write a reboot and assume that people will just make. That's it. That's ambitious. You're going for whoever owns the rights to Poltergeist, and you're counting on Amazon wanting to participate. Sure. Well, I mean, my my thing is let's sell it to the competitor. You apply. Uh, you imply through the film that Alexas are haunted and will steal your children. That's right. And then fucking everybody throws those in the garbage, gets themselves a Google Home. Excellent. Or you could do it the other way, since Amazon's buying everything that is presented to them. Sure, make it Google Home. Yeah, and then sell yeah, it to I'm. Them. I listen. I, it's and not that, important to me what digital assistant I use for this horror movie. The highest bidder, I use the other one. <laughs> All right, anyway. hear that digital home. Hear this, that? Anyway. this could Bezos. be this could be your Reese's Pieces M and M's ET thing. It, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was going to be. Yeah, sure. 
Sure. So anyway, that whole thing was a long story, a long way of saying I was thinking maybe I'll fire up Killing Eve today while right. I'm watching the kid, but that didn't happen. All we did was watch Sesame Street. But it could be like a knockoff digital assistant he bought in Chinatown. Oh yeah, right. It's like a, it's like a Denise or something. It's like, like that. one that was on the shelf that he found. Oh, they oh, called right. to him. Yeah, and as an old like an and, like, old crackled. an old uh, gypsy woman. Yeah, right. Well, no, and then the voice is like you turn it on and it's like. Hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. um, what happened on Sesame Street today? Sesame Street. <laughs> I wanted Sesame Street recap. Well, Adam Sandler sang a song. Really? Yeah. It, it was, seemed to be a loop of just celebrities. I, I know the one. Okay. Yeah. Um, he only doesn't ring song. a bell, Mo. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And I think he's he trying says, to rhyme Elmo, and so he's real yeah. clever because it's Cute. yeah, like, he's a bell, Mo. Um. Going to Helmo and <laughs> sure. Penguin with a something in his lapelmo. Yeah, okay. Really I clever. think he says sesquipedalian at the beginning. Hmm. Um, That's clever. Yeah. I mean, I guess probably maybe, maybe Sandler doesn't write these, but probably not. Probably no. the children's television. Feist workshop. sang to four. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all sorts of Jason Mraz sang something. Wow. And then, uh, what else did we watch? Oh, this is the way we dress our. This is this is this wasn't Sesame Street. It was like a a mix of other stuff. This sure. is the way we. So far, this is a great story. Our face. No, that's not the story. <laughs> oh, here's the story. Mm. Okay, so uh, our new neighbors who welcomed us, who have eyes on our house all the time, which is awesome, let us know that some randos were at our house and going into our backyard. Mm. Um, and so we decided we needed to put a lock on the fence so that this wouldn't happen. So we get to the house. Because they were going in, in through the fence into the back. Yes. Uh, so we get to the house and we go in and I beat a hasty retreat to the bathroom because this is where I need a lady on the podcast. Uh, I'm having like an in- suddenly incredible Just, period you know, flow. You know the movie The Shining? <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I had associate. I had my joke was Red Wedding, but well, the, whatever. The elevator sure. scene. So anyway, anyway uh, so Allison was riding a big wheel through the house. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so the Shining. Uh, so we get in the house yes. and Daniel's like, someone's been in the house. So I'm on the toilet hemorrhaging. Sorry. Again, I'm <laughs> sure. sorry. This no, is going to no, be no. too much for all of you. I am I'm very positive about menses. Because you have sisters. Because I have a sister and a mother. And I love Beyonce. That's right. Okay. I watch Killing Eve. Yeah. I know. Okay. Okay, yeah. good. No, feel free to talk about periods. <laughs> I traumatized Jeff last time just from talking about kid boogers. Mm. So Interesting. That's where Jeff draws the line, huh? Uh, it it it's where everyone drew the line. It, it, yeah, it was David Huntsberger was falling apart. He and I both <laughs> broke out in cold sweats. Right. <laughs> yeah, he and, and he's like a pretty. He eats he's avocado cool, out of the garbage disposal. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but was, he had to let everyone know that he'd hit his threshold. He, wow. he was having trouble. You're yet. like, listen, I I'm a man who has several stories where I'm eating out of the trash. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Um, he ate rotten cheesecake for Christ's sake. I know. Yeah, Huntsberger's always eating foul shit, but he can't handle bugs. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> so uh, hopefully the story won't be as as bad. So I'm I'm just having a real time of it in the bathroom, just like oh no. And Daniel announces that someone has been in the house because there's a door open and a light on. And so I'm yelling like, make sure there's no one in the house anymore. Meanwhile, okay, and this is where I'm going to try to make it somewhat vague. Because I'm realizing it's just going to be, it's going to be too alarming. It's too gross to go hmm. into. This bathroom, it 
could not be whiter. Mm, like, yeah, sure, sure. One sure. of the nice things about this house, because it was it's been flipped, is that the bathrooms are really nice. But when you look closely, it's like, oh, it was done kind of cheaply. Mm-hmm. But but if you don't look closely, it's really nice. Right. Uh, but so white. This is so white. Sure. And so now it's like it's hashtag bathroom so white. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just couldn't believe this. A mess was happening. We get it. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah because so, you you ran to the bathroom. You were holding your Welch's grape juice. You spilled it in yeah, the bathroom. I spilled it in my underwear. <laughs> so, um, so we had like a whole day planned. And I'm realizing because of my lady probs. Uh, you got to pull the andon cord on that and go home. We're not going to be able to continue with our plans because i'm gonna have to go home and take a shower this hasn't happened to me in a really like to this degree in a long time um and again if there was i appreciate your empathness jordan but thank you it just the situation was cloddy so sorry jeff um so anyway (laughs) meanwhile our neighbor comes over and they're having a memorial day barbecue and they want us to come over and I'm thinking, I feel like this is a test. Test is the wrong word, but like if we don't go, this is like we're just meeting. Right, we're sure, new. Sure. If we don't go, it's like maybe they are having this barbecue specifically to test you. You never know. <laughs> sure. If we don't go, then we seem unfriendly. Right. And I don't want to seem unfriendly, but I'm is having that, is, an emergency. This is how you, this is your fear. Yes, this yes. is my fear. Mm-hmm. My fear. There, there was no indicator from them that this was the case. It's just your fear. Right. I am concerned that if we don't go, we will be seen as standoffish. It's just things that... Setting, I, things, setting that, things off on the wrong note. Yes. Yes. I'm crazy. That... You know. Am I worried? Yes. All of it. So anyway, long story short, many, like a thousand baby wipes later, <laughs> we're in the car... And on our way to go buy tampons and Daniel decides he's just like, we decide why doesn't Daniel just run in and explain that we, we have to go home, but we're going to come back. And there's like, there's so much more. Well, they were the all story. out front watching us leave. They had said, what you could come over real quick. And so we're like, okay. And then we were just going to what sneak out. So I had to go say so hi. And Daniel explains that the reason we have to leave suddenly now, what would be, the worst thing he could say to explain to, to why these, we're not these going to the party people. Yeah. I mean, who mm. boy. Well, I mean, my here's, here's my instinct. I mean, I think this is just, this is just, you know, maybe my style a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, I think if, if depending on what kind of people these are, people, you could be, be honest. honest and make a joke out of it. Like, Hey, this is, I mean, we, don't want to seem rude. Certainly, mm-hmm. um, we're so excited to tempted. meet you guys. I was tempted to I tell her what's really going on. Women's issues. Yeah. that would be for you to tell her, though. I'm not going to. I'm not going sure. to so walk over there. So instead, he told her that I was having stomach problems, and she uh, offered him a modium. Oh, okay. Sure, <laughs> you're no, implying a diarrhea. Okay, hold on a second. Yes. Mm, hold on. Sure, a second. I feel sure, like sure. that's worse. Or it's. I think maybe neck. in that situation, you fall on your sword, okay. and you have the fake diarrhea. Hang yeah. On. Hang on. Hang on. We are losing a ton of context sure. right here. <laughs> she's skipping over quite a lot. I didn't go over there and be like, we're not going because she's got the runs. Yeah. So I don't know. 
know I've said fall on your sword twice in this episode. I just watched that Westworld. I can't stop saying crackling. That's okay. Yeah, sure. Let me explain what happened. I went over there to say, hey, we'll be right back. Don't worry. And they're like, hey, why don't you just grab a burger or whatever? And what it came out as, you were going to say, we'll be right back. And it just came out as Allison has diarrhea. Yeah, Allison has the poops. (laughs) Sure. Um, So I went over there without any intention of saying anything. Okay, I didn't volunteer anything. Not about diarrhea. And then you you saw somebody was wearing a Dodgers jersey and you said, (laughs) you know... You know they when you're sliding into first? Ah, sure. <laughs> they were, they were wearing yeah, Dodger yeah. jerseys, by uh, so and, okay. and something in your pants burst. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she, my wife, could not be, sliding into first. If you know what I mean, <laughs> she could not be more friendly, and she's being super generous, and she's sure. like making me a hamburger, and she's like, well, you know, oh well, and she's she pulls out two plates. So she's going to make me two sure. burgers. And I know that Allison does not want a burger. I mean, I actually might have wanted one. I lost a lot of blood. Mm, okay, sure. Well, yeah, under very, normal circumstances. A very rare burger. And so I had to tell her why I am saying that you don't want a burger. Okay? And I, I'm not going to say she just doesn't want to eat your food, which but feels I actually, rude. But I that, actually feel, would have taken a burger. Well, I didn't think we would. I didn't, we would okay. Sure. I, I just felt this it would be... This is a fraught situation. I, I get it. I, I was just like, no, just make me one. I didn't want to have to deal with an extra burger. Okay. I assumed uh-huh. you didn't oh, want the one. The truth comes out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't want to waste her food. No, that makes sense. And I know. You never know whether I'm like hardcore dieting or softcore I always dieting. assume you don't want whatever <laughs> food it is. You'll just nibble off of whatever I have. <laughs> so I had to give her a reason why you didn't want to eat her food, which is someone's offering you food. It's rude to say no. So I was just like, she, I was in the ballpark. You had a stomach, <laughs> you know, like right. eating, saying stomach problems. I meant just like, sure. You know, oh, so it's, the, it's gurgly the, in the area, the, so wo- the womb. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's this gurgles. And uh, she, you know, I probably, For, okay. It's not I so would have, horrible. I would have taken a burger. Then you should have said so you wanted to not be at the barbecue, but you did want a burger to take with you. Right. That's your ideal. That's the ideal outcome of she the situation. Kept saying, just take it to go. Just take it to go. Um, it ended up probably being more rude than if I had just taken both burgers. I don't think like. Did that. they look good? Or they look like good burgers. It was pretty they were good. good. They yeah, were good. I did have a bite of Daniel's. I, okay, I will say this: I'm not good under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I always make the wrong choice. I don't. I don't. I mean, it seemed like you were just doing your best. Yeah, well, he like, was. And you don't know. I mean, you don't. I mean, right. This is a situation where you have to speak for her. And you don't know if Allison is comfortable right. being period honest. I mean, he does know that, though. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, I still I think know. under these circumstances. Yes, with her. Because I was like, are we there yet? Right. That I can tell her what's but, going on? But I mean, on? it's also not even are we there yet. It's is this really how we want to define ourselves right out of the gate? Sure. Like as people that will say anything. I mean, like and yeah, and, I'm, and, I, and I know I, I'm. I guess I I know I kind of know what you're talking about, and I think I think <laughs> that when you are in all uh, the zone that we are in, yeah, like entertainment, comedy, podcasting. I mean, you talk to comedy people, entertainment dif- people, way differently than you would talk to a lawyer, right? Like who you know doesn't just like casually make jokes about cunnilingus to their friends well, you know I, like i'm in business and i will say things to people sometimes and i'll get these looks like 
And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're not cool with yeah. this kind of sharing. There is a comedy, like, code switching that kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you kind of turn on your normal person thing, and you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> hot enough for you? Like, you know, yeah. how about those politics? And you yeah. don't just... But I'll, I'll be in, like, a conference room, like, hammering out a deal. I'll be like, yeah, my wife had a huge period yesterday. Sure. You know, Anal? like, all over the floor. <laughs> Try it out. I think you'll like it. <laughs> and it doesn't go over well. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, I mean I definitely have to like catch myself before like can you talk about your balls to these people? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Do they want to hear about your balls? You should have one of those laminated cards in your wallet that says it says can I talk about my balls to these people and then it's a list Oh, like uh, a, a decision oh, tree. Sure, decision sure. Tree, yes or no. Or like a how many drinks have you had? It's <laughs> yeah. a kind of a calculator. Oh, it could be like sure. a thing that you move, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think that's You know where you could put that? Up your butt. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I was meeting someone for the first time the other day. Someone just introduced. I was at a. You can assume that it's been up my butt. I I was I was at a, just a group bar thing the other day, and just like someone introduced me, like, "Hey, this is a guy I know," yeah. and he was holding two drinks, and I, and he like, oh, he gives me the I would shake your hand motion the, but like, he could we can't but he couldn't he used to go and he was giving me the like hey i can't and then i like i reached out to shake his hand but then i like patted him on the elbows and then patted him on the shoulders and then rubbed <laughs> his cheeks and then just turned around and started talking to someone else and 15 minutes later i'm like Fuck. Uh, <laughs> and I had to find the guy. I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry I touched your face like immediately. Like, there were other comedy people there. Like, that bit would have worked on them. Anyway, well, this is like a visiting guy from Marin who doesn't have his face touched by strangers. Yeah. But maybe he liked it because you're like healing Wayne. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, uh, how did he seem to take it? Uh, he was fine with it. I thought he, I think he thought it was funny. I don't, I didn't, I didn't get, we chatted and I, it was not weird, but. If he's the type of person that wouldn't think that's funny, he's not the kind of guy you want to know. Yeah, if you don't want a stranger touching your face (laughs) when he's kind of (laughs) drunk. So. uh, Look at my balls. (laughs) (laughs) Good drop. Oh, they can suck my nuts. (laughs) I'm now just palate cleansing. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Uh, So I used to be the kind of person, Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about Dagny Dover bags. I used to be the kind of person up until I got my Dagny Dover, specifically the Allen Tote, which is leather and it is amazing. Uh, But the ones that aren't leather are are also amazing. I was the kind of person who carried my purse, which is like, I want to say it's the size of a football. Sure. Uh, And then I would also carry a tote bag because I never had enough room in my purse, which was not as wide as a football would be. So I was a purse and tote bag person. And I thought, this is... This is not the look that I want. I would like to be a little more streamlined. I need a bigger bag. Along comes Dagny Dover. Before they were even a sponsor on my show, I had seen them on Instagram and I was like, I like these bags. Uh, they have dedicated pockets. Like they're basically designed for the way you live. It's a fusion of fashion and function. It's like the next generation of bags. Um, there's a, a dedicated place to put your water bottle, a place to put your laptop, a place to put your keys. There's even a pocket on the outside for either your Metro card or or um, in LA, your like parking garage ticket. It is just everything is right there. It is amazing. Um, elevated style and superior function. The Allen Tote has rich 100% pebbled leather, purposeful pockets for wallet, phone, MetroCard, and a water bottle, detachable key leash, padded compartment that fits a 15-inch laptop. Sometimes I put my lipstick in there. 
Your 15-inch lipstick. Yeah, 15-inch <laughs> lipstick. Dagny Dover's offer, offering my listeners 20% off your purchase when you go to dagnydover.com slash Rosen and enter my code Rosen. Don't put off getting organized. My bag has changed my life. Check them out at dagnydover.com slash Rosen. Dagny, D-A-G-N-E, dover.com slash Rosen. And use my code Rosen to get 20% off your order and you'll be happy you did. Uh, one of my listeners already purchased her Dagny Dover bag bag and i asked her what color and like me she considered getting a, a different color like oh a splash a pop of something a splash of something yeah. she ended up just getting black because she's like who am i trying to kid all my accessories are black and uh yeah. i made the same same calculation i didn't yeah and i'm super happy with my my black dagny dover bag nice. although they do have super nice color bags too okay i feel that i've made my case for dagny dover jordan yes. bubble go. yes okay hey i've got a new podcast coming out of course i have jordan jesse go the the the, the chatty comedy podcast uh, that that occasionally features uh, Allison Rosen as a guest, uh, but now I have a new thing. It's yep. called Bubble. It is an eight-episode uh, scripted comedy Ooh. podcast. Um, it's coming out on MaximumFun.org June 13th. Um, yeah, it's kind of a weird oh, cool. experiment we're doing. I wrote it with um, Nick Adams, who's a writer on BoJack Horseman, uh, with episodes by uh, Janine Brito, uh, Sarah Morgan, Ryan Perez, Dan Kennedy. Um, and yeah, we kind of made eight episodes of a little audio TV show. It's uh, maybe a little, uh, a little, a little Buffy the Vampire Slayer, a little Portlandia, um, maybe a little Logan's Run in there. It's kind of a um, yeah, it's a sci-fi comedy about a weird kind of hipster city that's under a dome. Uh, there are monsters outside the dome and the kind of, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, lightly employed millennials inside have to like kill the monsters using a Uber like app. So yeah, it's definitely <laughs> cool. like the kind of thing that I would want to watch on TV. And yeah, it was a pilot that I wrote last year and we did a little like staged reading of right, it. I remember you did that. Presented the audio and people were kind of into it and TV people, uh, all kind of gave me a similar, uh, spiel when I presented it to them uh, they're like we really like this this is very cool it is too weird and we will not make it so uh, I feel like they do weird shit all the time yeah I mean they I just don't do Jordan's weird shit exactly yeah. man I'm on another level 40 <laughs> chess motherfuckers no um, I mean I think you know like if you are a you know if you're a if you're a Phoebe Waller Bridge if you're a Damon Lindelof you can do your kind of uh, weird passion project but I'm yeah. a guy who's is Phoebe Waller Bridge killing Eve your favorite she is show? killing Eve okay. yes exactly um so yeah i think that you know as the guy whose credit is the fake game show on comedy central uh i you know maybe maybe my you know weird uh genre genre straddling but hey if enough people you know tune in then it becomes a thing that exists that they can buy because it's already success i mean one of the things about this dumb town is that um, if you bring something to them and it's just totally original and it's just a spec, it doesn't have the same value as if you had done it in another media somewhere. Yeah. You know, either made a comic or done, you know, you know, a podcast or a book or something. It's suddenly more valuable. Right. Them. Because it has a fan base. Or just it's already someone else has already said yes to it. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh, yes. I mean, I guess I don't know, you know, if it has a future in another medium, but like I'm super, super happy with the podcast. I just hope people enjoy it. Uh, June 13th, the first episode comes out, but there is a trailer and a feed up right now as we speak. I did not know that. Yeah. Whatever you're listening to this on, go, <laughs> go into it right now, unless you're driving. 
just search for finish, bubble. Finish the episode. Finish the yeah. Finish this episode. Yeah. Don't turn off this episode. When you're done, search for bubble in whatever you use to listen to your podcast, and you can listen to the trailer and then subscribe so you get that first episode That's on June 13th. So cool. I can't wait, and it's also got quite a star-studded cast. Oh, stars! I know because a galaxy I, of stars. We <laughs> recorded uh, Jordan Jesse Go the episode that I was on on the like after you guys were recording bubble yeah and it was i saw so many famous people yeah Quite, it's a celeb <laughs> celeb many heavy celeb sightings uh our main cast is allison becker uh from parks and rec yeah. uh, eliza skinner who maybe you know from uh the late late show with james corden mm-hmm. uh christella alonzo who was a voice in cars three <laughs> uh keith powell from 30 rock mike mitchell one of the Doughboys, and uh he's in love I'm pull that cap from you oh i'm tapping the cap sorry little cap I'm, I'm, tapping. A fidget, it's okay. I'm a fidgety man and i like to tap um <laughs> and yeah we got a bunch of cool guest stars uh judy greer's in there steve agee uh tawny newsome vanessa ramos uh paul of tompkins um yeah john hodgman bill corbett uh Janie haddad uh, a lot of cool people so yeah wow, it's, a a, it's it's a weird it's I, a weird thing we're doing uh and i i would i would love it if people would give it a shot Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think that I we're, I'm hopeful that these catch on because there's there's been a few of these scripted, you know, podcasts, and I love the yeah. idea of bringing the old radio plays back right. into yeah, yeah. to make that a thing. So now, oh, question, you know, please. You said yes. that other people had written episodes, yes. right? How was that experience for you as the creator? You know, it was uh, it, it was a little bit scary. So, kind of how we did it was Nick Adams and I kind of outlined it like you know it, it's uh you know each episode it, it stands alone but there's a continuity there's a big overarching story there's an arc it you know it kind of it it's yeah it's a little more like something you would watch on hbo versus something you would watch on cbs um so yeah we like outlined every episode and i kind of like gave each writer a kind of a five-ish page outline with like all the story beats and like some suggestions for jokes and stuff and then they just kind of went off and it's a little scary but i think we were we made sure to like pick good people who we know kind of like shared the sense of humor and kind of like liked the world already so yeah i mean i think the good part about putting it you know putting that pilot out there a year ago is that like it got some fans so people kind of like knew it and they liked the world already so yeah that everybody did a pretty good job it's definitely like scary to let someone else do your thing but um was it challenging trying to um think of the storytelling in audio terms instead of uh, visual (laughs) yes absolutely Yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think i think the thing was like we didn't want it to be a like we didn't want the joke to be like, this is audio. And we didn't want somebody to walk in going right. like, what a beautiful room. I hope, you know, if I, you know, I'm going to describe it now for no reason. Yeah. You know, I think we didn't want to do those kinds of jokes. We wanted it to be, you know, for it to be the jokes to be the characters sure. to, uh, and stuff like that. So, yeah, but definitely, you know, there was just a little bit of like a. Yeah. How can we how can we say we're in a bar without characters going like we're in a bar now? Well, it's funny <laughs> that I listened to a little bit of the um there was one called uh, Homecoming. Oh yeah, I like, listened to Homecoming too kind and, of in And you can tell me if this continues but it it, it felt like they were trying to justify at the beginning why we were recording this. So yeah. it was like um, it starts out as like, do you mind if I, you know, ha- have my recorder on and then you know that right. so you're eavesdropping on something and and it felt to me like um like at the beginning of the se- of sound in film or you know where they're trying to justify the the new technology in a way it's like people aren't used to you know they're still making it kind of like theater yeah and and in the, it felt like 
they weren't trusting that the audience could just accept that we're hearing it. We have to explain why you're able to hear it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and um, it felt like we're we're just a step away from it being. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm. No, no, no. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, we definitely thought about that. We thought about making it phone conversations right. or making it something like that. But I think, I think, kind of what we landed on was we it, there's a, there's a narrator, uh, Tavi Gevinson, who is a oh, uh, yeah. yeah, who's kind of a fashion blogger slash actress, and yeah, she's just got a, like a great voice and a great manner, and like yeah, so she kind of like tells you the parts of the story that the characters wouldn't say out loud, yeah. and kind of like the stage directions in a script, but instead of kind of just being dry, like you know interior laundromat overhead lighting music playing like the character's a little the narrator's a little bit of a character and she has jokes and she kind of like comments on the action a little bit so interesting yeah so it's we kind of tried to make she it like the great gatsby the character the character of nick who tells the story of the great gatsby oh funny no she's not like a character in the world i guess we don't really like, explain her but okay. um maybe at some point we could yeah. anyway yeah maybe we How could be you, revealed was was it hard to get her uh, you don't know. No, I mean, she's like, I mean, I think everybody involved is like a Max Fun pal and she's mm. done Max Fun shows oh, okay. before. So yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a Max Fun, let's put on a show and save the, uh, community center type deal. Although nice. we're not trying to save anything. We're just, we're just trying to entertain you. But if there's audio. a community center out there that needs saving. Yes. Yeah. Let us know. Email. We can, we're happy to, <laughs> we're happy to support your GoFundMe. Well, good luck. Community centers That's are important. That's so cool. Yeah. So yeah, I would love to, I mean, you know, I, I definitely think, uh, you, you have one of the cooler audiences in podcasting so i hope they like it and i hope they uh you know if you if hey if you like it and you like it and, you, and it's cool maybe 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 send a little tweet about it <laughs> yeah tweet your friends yeah. tweet your friends tweet your friends they want to hear from you yeah yeah i've been trying to um what's the word galvanize is too strong I'm sure motivate that's not quite motivate i've been rally trying, um <laughs> You want maybe rally, unionize, sure. let's organize. Yeah, you want to mobilize, mobilize, mobilize oh, your audience into like a, I, a cult. <laughs> if I hadn't found that word, yeah, there would be been no here. peace. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to mobilize my audience more lately in terms of things like: could we get some retweets? Sure, could we get some retweets? A, um, <laughs> I could use more fan art. Mm, sure, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we, all could. we, I know. Like fan, I feel like I'm at fan. What would Allison look like as Sonic the Hedgehog? We want to know. I would like to see that. And I, <laughs> since asking for fan art, I've gotten some fan art. Sure. So thankfully, I, it makes me feel seen and heard and just alive and stuff. Um, tell a friend mm-hmm. and uh, tell people about Jordan's show. We're gonna mobilize Thank you. Them in that oh, direction. thanks a ton. Yeah, yeah, and definitely like you know, if if just in in terms of my show, but in terms of just shows you like on the internet, like yeah, definitely like tweets and fan art and stuff means a ton and it like oh, really God. just helps the show so uh, anybody who's out there doing that thank you very much awesome now i want to tell you guys about havenly yes i've mentioned havenly before havenly is the super cool way to design spaces in your home on any budget and you partner with an interior designer to create a beautiful design based on your unique style and space you can then buy what you love directly through havenly's platform with access to hundreds of retailers and the guaranteed best prices so it's just like a very cool new moderny uh internet way to uh, to design your home. And I think my favorite thing about it is that they have a style quiz, which I've taken a couple times. Daniel has taken it to yep. see if our styles intersect. And now Jordan has taken it. Yeah. What did Havenly say is okay. your style? My main style 
is minimal with a touch of Scandinavian. What? Yes. Your minimal side is clean, simple, and efficient, always favoring quality over quantity and thriving when purpose is prioritized. Your Scandinavian side is defined by its balance of form and function, fondness for simple colors, and striking use of rich textures. That Yet, is so me. Is it really? It is me. Yeah, it totally is. I, it, it, I've never it seen really your apartment, works. but it's is it is it what is it? Modern in Scandinavian? Uh, it is definitely minimal. Minimal in Scandinavian. It is a pretty. Min- I do not have a lot of stuff. I'm not a stuff guy. Okay. We don't have that much stuff. We only have stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're our style is like maximal, and what's the opposite of Scandinavian in Order. terms of culture? Oh, sure, um, Brazilian and Brazilian. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's like carnival, just yeah. hot, hot and sweaty. Yeah, Tijuana. No, I think mine was traditional with a touch of uh, coastal, or vice versa. And Daniel's was like glam. Mm. Yeah, it was like glam and just like Sunset Strip seventy nine. I mean, there's. Yeah, there's stuff. I guess you have. It's one of those things I have to go yeah. to therapy. About. <laughs> <laughs> They've helped more than ten thousand customers, and starting at just seventy nine dollars per room, working with a Havenly designer will make decorating your living space your easiest, most delightful summer project. Because everyone deserves a beautiful living space. Start by taking the free Havenly style quiz. It's a fun way to learn your unique design style. If you take it, uh, screenshot and send it to us because we want to know. Turn your Pinterest board into reality. Try Havenly today by visiting havenly.com slash Allison and get twenty five percent off your design package that's h-a-v-e-n-l-y dot com slash allison so havenly dot com slash allison for 25 percent off okay so we're going to do just me or everyone but first i want to tell you guys a little more patreon.com slash allison rosen just did a live stream patreon just did the live stream it was super fun uh and if you missed if you're at the live stream level if you missed it you can go back and watch the old ones also just recorded a bonus episode with daniel and something that i've been wanting to say to him off mic but since we're here um i feel like i was a little bit of a jerk to you on the episode so i'm sorry so you i just feel like in general in general i've been hmm. not that pleasant i'm oh, and now I'm going to blame all the stress, but also... Daniel, don't listen to this. In addition to all of this, um, I'm like... I, I'm the, my hormones are being sure. tinkered, and then with. there's the diarrhea, and I've got <laughs> and I've got stomach issues. Sure. So well, it's okay. I, yeah, um, I feel like that is the precursor to me turning into a real egotistical nightmare. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I'm sorry. Fun. No, I feel like it okay. led to good stuff, though. I just rode you a little too hard. <laughs> And uh, then I thought, am I being like my former employer, like leaning on Dr. Drew too hard? Because mm. I don't want to be that way. But I just, I don't want, and I don't want to hen peck you. Like it's just a buck, 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 We're, buck, so, buck, we're like so far down that road. <laughs> but like, um, the only thing I've been thinking about w- with regards to that is um, you, you pushed me out of my comfort zone in terms of self-promotion and got me to talk about a project that I'm working on in terms that were honest but you know i'm not i'm never super comfortable tooting my own horn uh or or singing my own praises rather or okay in this case i wasn't doing either actually what i was doing was telling you what i felt about something that i'm working on and i'm like i just have this i'm just not comfortable so here was daniel before i said anything yes i'm working on a project 
It wasn't like that. <laughs> Good lord. I'm, ex- I'm excited about it. <laughs> okay. So then I was and like, you're like, let's hear it. Let's get excited. So I pushed him a little, and then we learned that he feels that it's truly a masterpiece. <laughs> oh wow! But I and agree. The, the, the truth. Is, okay, here's the reality. I do believe I'm going to feel b- bad about this. Yeah, you are. Okay. Which is like I I really think that what I'm working on is I feel really good about it. Let's put it that way. Great. That's a good feeling. This is and I but I feel weird that I'm not more critical of it so I downplay it. It's like this weird kind of like loop. Uh I'm not one of those people that can just that can just um say like you know, I think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> because that feels sure. like, who, who am I to say it's brilliant? It was less, It's not even done yet. It was less the content. Uh-oh, we're giving all this away for free. We're just turning people off. Now. See, I, I want to say, I want to say, like. Than it was the energy of, like. Right. Uh, what I want to say is, like, oh, Jordan, dude, Jordan it it, it hits the right balance, which is to be, to Confident. feel good about what he does, have enthusiasm about it, but not be, like. Okay, everybody. But just so you know, I'm I'm the fucking sure. shit. Well, over it was. Here. I will say that it was just back there. It was really hard for me to talk about bubble. I mean, hence me yeah. going a little bit crazy with that water bottle cap, like <laughs> needing. It's hard to do. Yeah, I, I feel like you you what you did is you showed enthusiasm for it. Yeah, and you sold the idea. But what I do, if I'm not careful, and what I did on Patreon is I go a little bit overboard in my self-regard. Sure. <laughs> and then I go, why did I do that? You know, I, I don't feel good about it. I mean, but I think, it's oh, sure. honest. <laughs> the, the, the honest truth is I, I have very high self-regard, but I don't want to act like I do. <laughs> I mean, I think that is why I... I gravitate toward like right. That's probably the truth. I don't know. I I mean, that's why I love group stuff, like being part of a writing team or having a group is like because you can kind of spread the praise around, and Mm -hmm. you can you know, and you can talk about something without saying you know. It's fun to say we did this. It is not always fun to say I did this. Yeah, actually, one. So I the projects that i've worked on that have come out i it's it, it i'll spend my time talking about how great the other people are sure because it's just easier to do that but have you ever worked in a group with someone and a, a member of that group has such little self-regard that they bring you all down in and um let me instead of just being so vague i will explain this so greg heller who i love and who i've been texting with a lot um who used to did you were you ever on the show with greg i don't think so i think we were always ships in the night okay. but i am aware he exists yes love him he used to be on the show all the time but he has this sort of like anything that i am a part of is is like some kind of jokey side. Anything I, Greg, I'm a part of it, is some kind of jokey side thing. Okay. That's so, cool, bro. That's the way shit goes down. I yeah, remember- I think he's uncomfortable with other people singing their praises, so he won't do it himself. He, no, I think... Yeah, fuck that. That's wrong. I don't... I'm not sure. I just know that... Something happened he where he like was like... He doesn't like pretentiousness. I know, I know that about Greg. So maybe... Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I think it's more than that. I think that he is, um, I think he likes to sort of flagellate himself in public. And that extends to any project that he's involved in. Right. Not like me, who likes to flatulate himself. In public. <laughs> right. Right. You so, have to fart in your own mouth. <laughs> so great. With a Have tube. You, yeah. 
Like he, there's a, with Greg, See there's that? a lot of like, why would anyone care what I, Greg, sure. have to say about that? But it's sort of like that's like an entry level. But then he'll actually talk a lot about what he thinks. So I don't think he fully believes that, but I think that he's sort of torn, sort of like what Daniel is saying of like this. It's this like he sort of all, bounces all around the self regard, but it's like a place he frequently goes to is the like, why would anyone want to know what I have to say? But okay. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, all of this being at one point, he's like, I wish I remembered what led to it, but he's like, what? Like truckers listen to this show. And like truckers actually do <laughs> listen to this show, but he thought it was just, Oh, this you remember show. that? Yeah. 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 I'm talking specific. No, I'm talking, he can do what he wants in his own life. I'm talking specifically about things he would say about this show because it was an extension of how we right. I will say this. Sure. We have a ton of trucker listeners. We have a but he like was like, what is it just like guys who work in in offices who listen to this show? I think is what he thought. He was right. thinking it was a bunch of Kathy's from the strip Kathy. Oh, you know, like. sure. <laughs> no, but dude. People just yelling ack while they listen. Yes. Well, every time. Kathy's or the sure. dude equivalent of Kathy. Yes. Oh, yeah. A real male Kathy. A male right. Kathy. <laughs> like men who are commuting to the to the Sure. Morgan to the brokerage. I mean, or something. us men, us fellas worry about bathing suit season hey, two. Hey, yeah. Hack. I'll be the first one to say it. Hack. I can say hack. <laughs> so, I'm secure enough in myself that I can right. say hack. But then do you remember all the people who worked in, in uh, drove trucks and warehouses started tweeting us pictures yes. of their um phones with my show on it? So that oh, wow. made me feel good. Yeah. So like it was a, a community kind it of was, saying I mo- we, they mobilized them. here. They got mobilized. That's nice. It was very nice. <laughs> okay, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Celine says, often try cooking without using the minute timer. Look at the clock and make a mental note. Then do the math of what time it should be done, then promptly forget it all. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I pretty yeah. much feel setting a timer is uh, not wasted. Because yeah. I will also do that thing where I'm like, okay, this will be done at this time, and then I totally forget. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big cook by sight guy, which is maybe why I'm not a great cook. Uh, my, my food doesn't always turn out amazing. But <laughs> I, will, I am like, I will pace around the oven and like peek in a lot. So yeah. anyway. Do you open it up? I will open it up. That's supposed to be bad. Yeah, I know. Anyway, but I like to peak. Yeah. I if do it's going to be two hours or something like that or an hour and a half, right. that's fine. But if it's a recipe that's four minutes or five, anything under like seven minutes, I'm always shocked. It's always, that took way longer than I thought mm-hmm. it would. Or that it's like, that was seven minutes? Really? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I cannot trust my judgment in the like under seven minute right. mark. You're looking at me. I don't cook. I do, I do. I'll set. I, I'm a, you know, back to back to digital assistants. I'll set a little Alexa timer these I, days. I set timers all the time for stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, I think it's a good idea. All right, Brent Reed says I get intensely annoyed when my calendar is packed with meetings and I can't. Oh, and I can't binge listen to my new best group of friends. Well, I think everyone's annoyed by that. Yeah, not yeah. being able to listen to the podcast. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Bex says, on numerous occasions, I've been asked, are you going to sing every song when listening to music with friends? Um, yes. Who doesn't sing along? I don't. I'm not a big singer. I sing I sing cat parody songs to the cat, and yes. that is basically all the singing that really? I do. That's pretty good. And I, lo- and I love that. 
But um, but yeah, I'm not a big. Uh, I don't really sing along to the radio a lot. I don't yeah. do karaoke anyway. I find having a child really ups your singing. Oh, I bet. Oh my god, constant. Singing. But sometimes in mommy and daddy and me, or mommy and me before that, because it's like in an hour and a half session, it's like an hour and twelve minutes of singing, and then I don't know what the rest is it's just chatting uh and then you sing at the end it's mostly sure. singing parachute is there a parachute involved or is that jimboree i'm thinking of uh we were we went to a music class where there was a parachute involved cool. i didn't cool i didn't love you it. weren't into it huh i was not into it because it goes up and down and flaps right. so much That's the whole and thing. it just feels a little dangerous because oh, okay. it's kind of got a rough edge oh sure i'm a fun mom put out an eye i don't know what it could do yeah. but it could flack there's sure. a flack aspect of it okay um because Elliot would always want, this is when he was like a little baby, he would kind of want to reach towards it. And I was right. afraid it was going to f- like flap down on his fingers. Sure. So. We're talking about singing. Yeah. So. So there's a lot of singing at Mommy and Me. Yes. I always find myself sort of, I, this always happens. I find myself a little bit breathless. Mm-hmm. And also. You put a lot in your singing though. I don't it's though. That's what I'm really... saying. And I, and I start getting yawny. Like I'm going to yawn right now as opposed to Laura Lee. And <laughs> yeah, thank nice. you. <laughs> Damn, uh, Daniel. And then <laughs> when it comes to wheels on the bus or like twinkle, twinkle little star where they're like, you're twinkling your stars up above your head. And These I'll are like hand like, motions. Yes. Every song, song has a hand sure. motion too. Yeah. Um, and like I'll look at the other mom, and I'll just be like, I don't have the energy to lift my hands this. I okay, I don't have the energy to lift my hands this high. And then I'll look, and the other moms are really throwing themselves into it. Yeah. Where do they get this energy? Side note: All I want to do is sleep. All I want to do is sleep through my <laughs> life. I think it must be cocaine. It, yeah, no, it must be a response to stress. I don't know what it is, but like uh. I would sleep. All the time, if I could, right now. Well, you're also on hormones and things. Yeah, it's that too. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of singing with the kids, but part of the reason is because he enjoys it so much. He loves when you sing songs, and he's always bopping around to the songs. Yeah. And he, yeah. he he knows some of the hand motions, and he gets really happy. Oh, cute! It's really yeah. cute. Does he respond to any like? popular music have you seen him respond to yes buena vista social club he loves oh buena vista social that's club. fun that's it's a weird. cool thing for a it baby really to be is. into He's like that's a cool, cool thing for like a dude to be yeah. into but he if likes, you're a baby he likes guitar music okay and so any kind of um plucky like you know obviously there's the uh there's the big there's that whole that like obese hawaiian dude who, who, i don't know his <laughs> sure. name is, is israel yeah is he? yeah who sings that song that every kid in the world listens to now and he would get so happy because it starts with a ukulele right it's like it's somewhere over the rainbow but the lyrics are in the wrong order yeah and he oh yeah it's so frustrating because you're trying to sing along and it's like that's not the but uh he would just go ah you know when he was really young and so uh like i'll play um, like Gustavo Santiolala music or whatever, just and I think one day he's going to be a classical guitarist. It'll be because of this. Yeah, I made him famous with my sophisticated music. <laughs> but Daniel really does think this. I mean, you know, if you could have a little but jazz man on your hand, I that's came ideal. in. You were putting him to bed the other night, and I came in, and it was like Flight of the Bumblebee on acoustic guitar, and I was thinking, this is not relaxing. Well, I, was playing, at all. I was playing Nick Drake for him. <laughs> that was Nick Drake? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was, it was so f- No, it was uh, one of spazzy. these things first. He, he plays the 
he does Nick Drake did some funky things with the I think he played harmonics and stuff. Okay. Um but uh I was thinking he was putting so he started wearing shoes and <laughs> uh tonight he took the shoes and he was he was really trying to put the shoe on himself mm-hmm. and he's not he's not really it's not happening. he's not really good it's at it. Happening. He's like he's putting it on like the sole against the bottom of his foot. That's oh, funny. He's putting the side against his toes. Like yeah, every way that that's great. A, shoe could, a shoe could not go on your foot. But then he was able to get his toes in the shoe and he stood up and for a second he was almost in then he fell over. Oh. And I was thinking like, this is why every parent thinks their kid is a genius because they can't do something and then they do it and you go, holy shit, this kid, it's... It feels like they're a genius that they were able to figure it out at all because it's so impossible. Right. You know the what I mean? The funny thing is to imagine what we sound like through the ears of people who don't have kids, though, because I always think like what I've been excited about is that he knew where my eyes, ears, nose, and mouth are. Oh, he's graduated. Before, he only knew head... Shoulders, knees, and, and toes. I think he knew nose, maybe. Yeah, he- no, but he like pointed all of them out in the in on me... Which is a big thing, except it's also like basic human knowledge. Most humans know it. Sure, point, yeah. No, know? no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty set with that. So right, but you can also identify Django Reinhardt. Yes. <laughs> well, it's just it's like you're all you've known is there's just been this lump, and then all of yeah. a sudden he can do things and sure. knows things. Yeah. Um. You know, so it feels like they're they're a genius. But I remember in the baby and me class, uh, or the mommy and me class, she was talking about. Um, walking. She's like, don't worry. You know, every kid develops at different rates. And I was thinking, well, because I guess some parents get freaked out that their kid isn't walking yet. And it's like, have you ever met a person who just, ne- they just, <laughs> I never learned to they walk. They didn't figure yeah, it out. I never, yeah, they just sure. It out. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's up? What's up with Jim? Why does he in a wheelchair? Is he like in an? Oh no, no, he just couldn't. Yeah, Jim's in an adult nah, stroller. Can, His mom pushes him everywhere. He just never figured out how to yeah, walk. Never he learned. Just was crawling and yeah, everything else, but just yeah, not that. He's great. He's a great salesman. Yeah, yeah. At the Nissan speaks dealership. three languages. Yeah, he sold the most Nissans in the so world. So many Nissans. Yeah, but he just didn't. He yeah, he, know he, how. He, he like taught himself Ruby on Rails by watching YouTube <laughs> yeah. videos, but. He yeah. can't walk. It's right. just, it's not his thing. So the kids, they <laughs> figure it out. Thing. They yeah. figure out where their walker. nose and their eyes and their mouth are. Yeah. You know? It's just, anyway. <laughs> Michaela Stanton says, every time I see a photo of Betty White while scrolling through social media, I hold my breath and think, oh no, this is it. I feel like that with a lot of celebrities. Mm. Like anytime you see anyone's name trending, you yeah. wonder. If you log in in the morning and everyone's talking about Roseanne, for example, it's like, oh, did she die <laughs> sure, or did she yeah. say something racist? Okay. One of the two. <laughs> one one of, the of the two. Or both, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe she died while saying something <laughs> racist. Maybe. I'm worried about John Travolta for a weird reason. I don't Ooh. know. Maybe just because he looks so like kind of weird these days. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, he's probably, yeah. I, I, I just was, well, the, the next one to go is Stanley, right? He's oh Stan yeah maybe as yeah boy I feel weird going as we I talk. feel weird talking about Stanley on a podcast that comes out in two days because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> then I'm someone will have to go in and take this out oh um, yeah I know well I mean I'm not I'm not excited about it <laughs> no 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 yeah I'm, I'm you know saying, I think like listen, if I'm if Stanley I'm has a complicated legacy but I I think yes we can all agree that he's very old <laughs> he's very old yes <laughs> I know <laughs> yeah. Fact. 
Listen, we get whether you love him or hate him yes. or agree with his business practices, mm-hmm. I think we can all come together yes. and say he's very super, old. Super old. And looks weird. Yeah. Oh, But I hear he has like 10 cameos banked. Like yeah. they, they're banking those Marvel cameos. Well, they they film them back to back. They have them at a, a hot dog stand, then they have them at a snow cone stand. They right, yeah. Then man. he's a senator, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. yeah, right, same location. Right, just right. So he's like he's ready for the Squirrel Girl movie in twenty twenty five. Exactly. What are his business practices? In, uh, in brief, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, you know, as uh, something that kind of uh, follows those old comic creators around mm-hmm. um, Stan Lee, Bob Kane is that those kind of early the early practices of comic books uh, the it wasn't of, the business it is today no yeah and although I, it's very exploitative today too. yeah so I think I think the people who actually created you know Spider-Man Batman etc were kind of uh, fucked yeah I think the you know the dudes who created Superman were mm-hmm. you know penniless up until death and um, yeah, so I think that, you know, Stan Lee and Bob Kane and those guys maybe were, are seen as shysters. Gotcha. Um, yeah. uh, despite their he delightful public persona Stan- and catchphrase. Stan Lee is a very interesting person, and I put him in the same category as, like, this is going to sound weird, but as, like, a Hugh Hefner or a P.T. Barnum or whatever, who, who he, but, like, like Hugh Hefner, he's very self-invented. Like, his name isn't Stan Lee, it's Stanley Lieber. He, he created... And he spent a lot of his career selling himself, selling the idea yeah. of Stan Lee and self-promoting. And um, it, there's it's complicated legacy, like you said. But. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that you know, like whether or not they were good guys, they kind of stand for something cool in a weird way. But yeah, but I think the actual guys behind these myths maybe yeah. weren't the best. Anyway, and now, okay, so periodically someone will tweet something that seems very just me or everyone, even though they do not intend it to be a just mm. me or everyone. And then a listener of the show will tag me in it and hashtag JMO, like, look at this, just me or everyone. Oh, sure, and the sure. one I'm going to mention is from Joe Randazzo. Hey. Your old boss. Yeah, at midnight. Joe yeah. Randazzo's a great guy. Uh, I enjoy his social media presence quite a bit. Me too, it's fun. So Ariana B., is the one who alerted me to this one. Joe said, no matter how much I'm enjoying any concert, I still always just kind of want it to be over. Mm, yes. Yes. Sure, sure, concert, sure. movie, musical. Interesting. Because it's the a lot of the standing. The standing. Just tired sure. of the, no, know. a lot of it. it yes. For me, it's different now because of Elliot. So oh, like, it's hard for me to sort of just lose myself in the experience of anything. Well, now it's different for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't gone to a concert in God knows how long. I mean, it's sad. Right. But back in the day when I'd go a lot, I think there was always that moment where you're like, I love this band, but I sure. hope they don't do three encores. You know? <laughs> I definitely, yeah. I And I love going to see bands. It's one of my favorite things. I'll go to see any band even if i don't like them that much uh just yeah. really, kind of, i won't even go see bands i like a lot oh interesting yeah. i just like the Anymore. act of live music and i kind of like the socializing that goes with it um but i yeah in the past couple years i've started uh leaving before the encore because you know you can get out and maybe beat the crown a That's... little bit maybe grab one more drink before you go home mm-hmm. so yeah I, uh, I i get that yeah i get that i think the last concert i went to was the thermals that was Is like that they're true? not even uh, around anymore. They're broken no, up. They just yeah, broke they up. broke up. Yeah. yeah. Mm. How long ago was that? That was that was like five years ago. <laughs> sure. How sad. I feel like I've seen music more recently. 
but maybe know. I haven't. I don't know. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. I mean, I've seen musicals. <laughs> yeah. That counts. So that counts. That, have we really not seen any live yeah. music? Are you guys, I mean, you guys going to go to the Hollywood Bowl this summer? I know. I've only been to the Hollywood Bowl once in my life. Oh, interesting. I've Somehow only, yeah. I'm never aware of when they're selling tickets. Yeah. I think, right. I, I think you have to be on their like mailing list. Because, yeah, I feel like some, you know, it's like Paul Simon's at the Hollywood Bowl. I'm like, I have never heard of that. Right. I mean, I've heard of Paul Simon, but I didn't know that was happening. The, yeah, but they, everyone that I follow did. Sure, yeah. yeah he just they just uh, announced another show. So if you wanted to go see Paul Simon, you can go see him. Hey, if you're thing. in LA, we all love those Hollywood Bowl photos from your bad seats where you can't tell what's the going Hollywood on. Bowl, Keep posting those. The more Hollywood Bowl is more. It's definitely one of those locations where if you're not in a particular sort of range of seats, yeah. You might as well be at home, or or sure. I think that's why they do a lot of shows that are don't depend on you. You you don't care what's happening on stage. Sure, it's just a symphony, and you're watching fireworks, right. or it's uh, perfect a sing-along. for Paul Simon. It's just a, a man in a sport coat that doesn't fit standing around right. playing the zither. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's something, though, about this Joe Randazzo tweet. Yes. No matter how much I'm enjoying any concert, I always just kind of want it to be over. I re- like that. That hits me in the soul. Because that's about, you're that way with all things. Yes. Sure. When I wake up, I can't wait to go to bed. <laughs> Going to bed is my favorite. Um, and then I just think, am I just, like, is it like I just can't wait till I, till I die? Because <laughs> that's the logical extension sure, of all Sure, that's this. leaving the concert of life. Yeah, mm. but I don't want that. But I right. get confused. And then I get existential dread. I think all of this is just, like, bits of depression. It's a discipline to be. In, in one a discipline that's worth cultivating to be able to appreciate and enjoy whatever you're doing in that moment. I know. And it's not a it's skill that, that you and I have. Um, but if you can do it, you're happier. You just I are. was I was feeling really guilty. Um, and we're going to end the show in a moment. But I was feeling really guilty today over I was taking care of Elliot and just like pretty tuned out. Uh, which I feel like, first of all, that's when an accident can happen. Um, so it's like not safe to be not totally tuned in, but also I just feel like it's not fair to him. Like I remember another, another mom said something about, um, it's better to spend 50% of your time with your kid, but be giving them 100% of your attention rather than 100% of your time and giving them 50%. And I'm like giving him 50% of my time and 10% of my attention right Mm. now, which I just feel like is not, it's not good. good. And it's like, it's not, and it's like, what am I even doing? It's just, by the way, this is specifically what I was talking about on my Monday show this week of not wanting to be this way. It's like, I feel like there's so much shit I need to manage right now and be on top of and take care of and do and this and that with all these like changes that I'm sort of distracted at all times and yet I would have enjoyed the day more if I could have been in the moment with him. You need to give yourself the sp- you need to create the mental space to to say like I don't have to think about those things that's right what now. I'm saying about feeling a- like I'm vibrating with tension right now because- is like I can't even I can't put any thought down um, <clears throat> but I think uh, child, ra- child rearing <laughs> is a good um, practice for yeah. being for that kind of Zen mindfulness because you a, a kid needs your attention. They want you to engage with them, and if you can just say like, "This is what I'm doing right now. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. I don't have to 
solve these other problems right now, then you're you're you have to be present because they force you to be present because they want you to do whatever thing they want you to do. Um, am I rambling? But I I think that's a skill you need to develop. I do, I do, because it's like the minute you answer your phone there's 15 more calls that are going to happen. Hmm. That's not true, but it's like, there's a couple calls that I decided. I'm just like, I'm just going to answer it. And then it's like, this, this leads to another call and then another what call back. What if you back, scheduled and then- things and you just said like, okay, this time I will, I will take 30 minutes and engage in this stuff. But until then I am with Elliot. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm just going to, and it's okay. You don't have to feel guilty I, about it. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we could talk about this off air. It's just like, I, I feel like I had to call the guy to get the house rekeyed. And then he had to call me back. And then this and then that. And then I talked to the neighbor about the, this and, and then make the appointment for this. And like so much, I was trying to juggle so much shit. We need to teach him how to like use the phone and yeah, be an assistant. He is <laughs> not pulling his weight. Sure. Okay. Uh, Giant blanket apology for being um, in this mood when I'm trying to also be entertaining. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can follow me at uh, Daniel Quants without the uh, just at Daniel Quants. Twitter, Instagram, D Quants on the snappy. Oh, God. (laughs) And uh, hey, listen to my podcast, The Watching Hour, where we talk about Westworld. You can assume that it's been up my butt. <laughs> because <laughs> Westworld, podcast? Westworld's been awesome this season. So. It really has been good. Hasn't it been fun? Guys are falling on their swords. It's great. That Sorry, Samurai alert, I guess. was so great. Yeah, it was that fucking ruled. <laughs> what a good show. Jordan, now, where do we find yes, you? Well, before I plug, I want to say I always love being here. Thank and you. And something I appreciate yes. about you and the show in general is that it is very much about what is going on in the moment. And I think that your audience appreciates that. I think that's part uh-huh. of why they love the show. It's not, you know, it's like you uh, you guys are always funny and entertaining because you are funny, entertaining, smart people. But I think they do like that they are getting a slice of what's happening to you that day. I think it's important. And I think it's why you have such great fans. Well, thank you. Anyway. Thanks. Yeah, I love yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> um, anyway, you can find me uh, at Jordan underscore Morris on Twitter. Uh, MaximumFun.org is where you get Jordan Jesse Go, my weekly chat podcast. And uh, hey, my new one, Bubble, the scripted comedy I mentioned earlier, uh, is out June 13th. You can listen to the trailer and subscribe now at MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Bubble, that's what it's called. Bubble. Anyway. Go check it out, you guys. Get my book, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me. Go to AllisonRosen.com, um, and then there's various places to click. It'll take you to Amazon where you can buy it. It's available in all formats. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow me on Instagram at Allison Rosen. And for everything else, AllisonRosen.com. There's t-shirts, there's ringtones, etc. Um, I thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. You're the best. Everyone, thank you for being on the show. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Alice and Rosen show? 